everybody to the blind perspective here on whose blind life is it anyway the show where we talk about topical news from a blind perspective i am your host victor guvea <clears throat> excuse me and we're coming to you on at a later time today not sure why um except that you know i just decided to move change things around a bit um as always remember if you like what you're about to hear hit that like button and uh no matter where you're listening to us live on uh, our facebook page on twitter or on our youtube channel and of course follow us and subscribe you know we're always here we're putting out a show uh every week at least at the very least, several times a week. Um, so, yeah, subscribe. Maybe there's something you'll actually hear that you'll enjoy or like. Um, of course, we are on most podcasts, catchers, uh, be it Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, the Victor line of players, and, of course, Alexa. And uh, if you want to comment on anything we say here, uh, you want to send me your gripes, your grumbles, your <laughs> your applauds, I guess, send us an email. Whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Again, that's whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Excuse me. Um. On today's show, where I'm actually all by myself today, which, uh, eh, you know, what can you do? Ooh. Actually, I'm thinking that now that I'm by myself, because, Okay, uh, sorry. I'm doing something that uh, we don't usually... It's a new thing that StreamYard just introduced. Um, Here we go. Okay. 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 So now we got background music, folks. <laughs> so, um, 
Um, today's topic is interesting. Of course, if you have, if you want to comment on anything we say here. Okay, sorry. Okay, so, um, today's topic is quite an interesting one. Um, we're talking about doctors. Uh, one of the biggest issues we have, uh, in today's society is the fact that, well, at least here in North America, I'm not sure how it is overseas or, um, in other countries around the world, but in North America, there are tremendously high wait times, uh, especially if you're trying to see a specialist such as a cardiac specialist or uh, a nephrologist or some other specialist. And, and a lot of people in the know are blaming early retirement of doctors. Now, early retirement of doctors can mean a lot of things. It could mean that doctors are cutting back on their hours. It could mean that doctors are giving up their practice altogether. And, of course, it could mean that doctors just don't want to practice anymore because of COVID. Which is one of the reasons people are saying uh, doctors are giving as the excuse for retiring early because of COVID and age. Um, But another big reason they're giving is the fact that um, cost constraints, which is really kind of weird. I have never, well, okay. Apart from residents in hospitals and interns, most doctors that I see around town, at least here in Toronto, are driving wickedly expensive cars. They don't take public transport. They don't care about... Well, they might care about the environment. But the fact is... Why should they? At the end of the day... They make a lot of money. Quite a bit of money, actually. So, one has to wonder... What the heck are they... uh, I mean, what are they actually griping about in terms of cost constraints? Well, I mean, we can talk about licensing fees that doctors have to have to pay to practice. But let's face it. There's a lot of costs involved with any job whether it's a personal support worker 
whether it's a janitor, whether it's a street sweeper, each one of those have to pay costs for uniforms, living expenses, you name it, there's costs. But second from lawyers, doctors are probably one of the larger paying professions out there. So how can they actually say that they have cost constraints? Sorry, I just got a message. Sorry. Jaws seems to be bragging in my ear about something. Uh, so... Having said that, we are talking about doctors who are paying upwards of $2,000 a year for licensing fees. And, of course, membership dues. Um, We have up here in Toronto the Ontario College of Physicians and Surgeons, which doctors actually have to pay a fee, fee to belong to every year. Um, now, I don't understand why. I mean, as far as I know, once you graduate school and get your PhD, you get your PhD. Now, there are some professions, like mechanics, for example, uh, who... Every year, they tend to go to class to update their uh, their skills, so to speak. For example, new cars come out with new features, new computer panels, stuff like that. And mechanics tend to go to school for that. So the question is, do doctors are actually do that also? Do they have to go back to school every year? To learn what's new and and updated treatments, updated uh, medicines, stuff like that? Or are they like lawyers who get periodical news about new or updated laws? Well, some of these... Experts say that the way to do this is to lower their fees, especially their license fees. I mean, they're paying upwards of $2,000 a year to practice. I mean, this person is a doctor. 
if he's treating you, why does he have to pay to treat you? Mind you, he is getting money from the government, at least up here he is. And if he is in the United States, he's probably getting money from the gov- from an HMO of some kind. I guess it depends on the type of medical care you have. A lot of people are on social assistance. And so their medical medical is paid for by the government. Or, as the case may be in the States, by the state. Up here in Canada, we have national health care. Which means health care is paid for. Unless it's optional, such as... Uh, plastic surgery and stuff unless it's deemed medically necessary it doesn't get paid for we have to pay for it out of our pocket I'm not sure if that's the case in England or not I think they may have a sort of similar uh, medical uh, medical program that we have Um, but suffice it to say It said that about 17% of the Canadian population does not have a GP or general practitioner. Now, other people call these people family doctors. And he is basically the doctor that manages your care. He's the one that refers you to specialists. He's refer- he's the one that sends you for lab tests whenever you have a problem. If you have an issue, then he sends you there. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are certain people that you don't want treating you. I mean, I think doctors are very valuable. And sure, yes, I think in the higher age brackets, doctors who are thinking of retiring should get their fees lowered. I'm I'm just not sure how much difference that'll make. I had a family doctor who treated me for some like 48 years since I arrived to Canada. I came to Canada when I was about a year and eight months and this doctor treated me for 48 years of my life since I was here. He wasn't young when he started treating me by any stretch of the imagination because but I do believe he just graduated from medical school and he joined this 
particular doctor's practice. And uh, I trusted him quite completely. So one has to wonder, what is... <laughs> how much... How good could he have been? Because I'm a big fat slob with heart problems and blood pressure problems. And kidney problems, for that matter. But let's face it, I didn't do a lot of what he told me. Because we're young, we think we're invincible, we think we're going to live forever. And at the end of the day, we really don't live forever. But we don't believe the doctor telling us that we're going to die or, you know, we're doing something that's going to ruin our health. No. Back when I was younger, especially in college, I was smoking, I was drinking, I was staying out late at night with my friends' parties. And this was way back when I was in college. Back in high school, it was worse. In high school, I, it was work and no play. Actually, it was work, period, in high school. I, I really didn't do anything else, not even school. Um, although I did concentrate on music. I did graduate with honors. I did graduate the music program with honors. So, yeah. However, it's not helping me now, is it? No. Because that music program back in school did not see me through to a profession. In fact, I ended up doing something completely different than what I thought I would do later on in life. I mean, back when I was in, in school, I thought, yeah, I'm going to be doing janitorial work for the rest of my life because that's what I was doing at the time. I was working as a janitor in, uh, funny enough, in the school system out in out west of the city. And I would drive my co-workers to work. And um, we'd be there every night, clean up the schools for a piddly little amount. I mean, yes, I, I deducted my car expenses. I deducted my gas expenses, blah, blah, blah. But, believe it or not, I got fired from that job. Because apparently, a woman on my crew was going into the school and stealing stuff and I didn't know about it. But I was guilty by association. So they had to let me go. Yes, I know, that's a stupid thing to do. And, and believe me, if I knew then what I know now, 
yeah. So anyway, I, I honestly, to this day, I have no idea how she did it because the fact is, uh, they said she was stealing big ticket items like VCRs and uh, stereo equipment and, and all this other stuff. But I have no idea how she did that. Apparently, she would bring it home in garbage bags with, filled with clothing. Now, I did know that she took her clothing to the school to use their home ec department sewing machine. Because she thought it was faster than doing it at home. She didn't have a sewing machine at home. So, I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. Using somebody else's sewing machine. But apparently, she wasn't just doing that. She was slipping VCRs and, and stuff like And other stuff from the school into the clothing she was sewing up. If she even did that, I mean, I, I can't say because I was busy doing everything, whatever I was doing with my job and she was off doing her job. So I wasn't the supervisor. I was just a lowly driver. So I got fired for that simply because she was on my crew or the crew that I drove out there every day and they figured I must have known they didn't realize that Victor was just the lowly driver but anyway I thought I'd be doing that for the rest of my life well it turns out it, I didn't so I went to school for social work I went back to school for social work. I actually had to quit school at the end of high school. Uh, I didn't get my diploma. But I couldn't afford to stay in some more. So I had to get a full-time job. So, again, these things are things I had to do. So, again, I went to school for social work. And I was supposed to do that. But I don't think I would have continued if I had to pay dues and fees and license fees every year just to do that work. I just don't see it. Now, would I have kept working that way given the money that I would have earned? I mean, social workers don't really make that much money. Um, but we make a fair enough wage. Um, it's not a huge wage, but it's it, it at least takes care of the cost of living. And... Would I have retired early because of that? Eh, maybe. Would I have 
worried about COVID? I think so. Because I'm seeing a whole bunch of people every day. Interacting with a whole bunch of people every day. And the risk of getting COVID is greater. I mean, let's face it. Not a lot of people are masking up because they don't believe the stupid thing exists. So, I can understand the elderly age being a factor. Except it's premature. Some doctors are... Well, I think they get better as time progresses. The older they get, they're kind of like a fine wine. But one has to wonder. It's a risky profession anyway. I mean, just think. Going into an office where every 15 minutes and yes doctors schedule their patients every 15 minutes seeing a sick person I mean that scares me a little just thinking about somebody with a cold coming in and Infecting me with their cold, and just when I'm getting over it, another person comes in and infects me again with their cold. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so maybe I can see them retiring early. Yeah. Uh, But still, he was pretty... I mean, the doctor who I had was pretty good. I thought he was really good. I mean, we were good friends. And as I said, he uh, he treated me for 48 years. I don't know how many people can actually say that. But think about those doctors who come into your home. Up here, we have that. We have doctors that will make a trip to your house if you can't get to them. Um, I know a friend who lives in Tennessee. And she's got a doctor that does that. In fact, the doctor brings her candy and chocolate and Pepsi all the time. So, you know, what are you going to (laughs) do? How can that be healthy for her? How can the doctor give it to her knowing she's a diabetic? I mean, that's what I don't understand. But anyway, you guys get the idea. But I, I really don't think lowering licensing fees will change much the fact is doctors are 
exposed to hazardous conditions every day. And granted, they probably use universal precautions. And for those who don't know, universal precautions are safety measures that doctors have in place that will prevent them from getting uh, exposed to various diseases. For example, wearing gloves, uh, masks, uh, in some cases face shields, such as uh, surgeons. And of course, there's that big 20 second hand wash, which you're supposed to do. Now, I learned that early because I actually did a volunteer uh, stint in a hospital. So I learned about that universal precaution thing. And uh, that's how I learned that um, pump soaps are better use, are of better use than bar soaps. That's how I learned that washing your hands for 20 seconds gets that stuff off of you. Whatever diseases might be sitting on your skin. Um, but this was also stuff that I learned. And sure, you know, a lot of people had to learn it quickly because of COVID. But these doctors are exposed to these types of diseases on a daily basis. I mean, what's the deal? I still don't understand why they have licensing licensing fees to begin with. Because it seems like a cash grab. I mean, the College of Physicians and Surgeons is just that. It's a college. It's a learning institution which people have to pay to learn stuff there. But once you get that diploma or PhD, why do you have to pay for it again? Every year. I mean, I think this might be a government thing. Let's face it. I don't know. Licensing fees are just crazy. To charge somebody to actually practice medicine. That's crazy. I mean, lawyers, I can understand them paying licensing fees. 
to the Law Society of Upper Canada, as it's called up here. I think down in the States, they call it the bar. I mean, they have to pay fees for that, but let's face it. A lot of us don't need lawyers. Really. Lawyers are a profession that we choose to use, to employ. You go to court, you don't need a lawyer. You can act as your own lawyer. I mean, let's face it. If you get a speeding ticket or a parking ticket and you take it to court, are you going to get a lawyer for that? Odds are no. Now, if you're charged with murder, you may want to get a lawyer. But if you act as your own lawyer in in a murder case or some other case like that, they assign you a co-lawyer. Kind of like an advisor, if you will. But suffice it to say, just like lawyers, doctors have to pay these fees. I hate to tell you this, but we need doctors. So whether you're a governor, a prime minister, a premier, a president... You guys should know that we need doctors. I mean, if you think you're... Well, maybe Trump thinks he'll live forever, but... If you think you're going to live forever... And you won't need the services of a doctor... More power to you. Except we both know that's not going to happen. The fact is... Some type of disease is going to come down and smack you in the face. And you are going to need a doctor at some point in your life. With any luck, that'll be later in life. And I pray you all have to, you know, you all don't see a doctor until you need to. But let's face it, most of us don't see a doctor. I mean, my my daughter needs a doctor, but she doesn't want to get one. She hates needles. I mean, I don't know how anyone can hate a prick. Well, I know how they can hate a prick. A needle prick. I don't know how anybody can hate a needle prick or a bee sting. But anyway, yeah, I mean, get yourself a doctor who can look after you. Don't wait until you absolutely need a doctor like I did.
and then find out that not only do you have high blood pressure, but you need a heart bypass. You're about to do kidney dialysis and all that stuff. Yeah, don't don't wait. Get yourself a doctor. Hopefully it's a doctor you can click with. I mean, I have to see... We just got a new doctor to replace the doctor I saw for 48 years. And I have yet to see if he's any good. Quite honestly. So... At this point... I don't know what we can do to get our doctors to stay on. But I think doing away with the fees is the first step. We shouldn't be charging these people for looking after us. I know that in the States, unless you actually have SSI or some sort of state-sponsored health care, people are actually paying these doctor's fees. So what am I trying to say? Nothing. The fact is, we shouldn't be charging doctors to do what they do. I mean, their professions are hazardous enough. Without having to pay every year to look after our sorry asses. But anyway, I don't know what else we can do to keep doctors on, but I definitely know that doctors are a necessary part of our lives. And the sooner we realize that, the better. Yes, I understand that a lot of people think that doctors are pharmacological dealers, so to speak. Or peddlers, that's the word I was looking for. But in a lot of cases, a lot of these drugs actually work.
But of course, there are doctors out there who are naturopaths. Or they mix naturopaths with actual medicine. With other drugs. There are doctors out there who do both. And you should try to find one. One that you'll trust. One that you'll listen to. And maybe get a better handle on your life. And maybe, just maybe, we wouldn't have... We wouldn't have gone through that whole COVID thing. I don't know. Just a thought. But anyway... I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. I know it was kind of boring. Because I just prattled on. Uh, Make sure you tune in tonight for Snap. Uh, We're talking about sexual appliances. And uh, whether you should sit when you pee or not. And that is primarily for men. And, of course, tomorrow is the premiere of our first Blind Handy Person show. With myself and Claudia Del Real. So, hopefully you'll enjoy some of that. Uh, We're talking about fall maintenance on that show. So, uh, we'll see you guys then. In the meantime, hope you guys enjoyed some of what I said and uh, hopefully you'll take some of what I said into consideration anyway we'll see you next week folks